Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle today. Walter Storholt here with you, and it's time to join in with Dan Capril and his great team at Matson and Capril, serving Cincinnati and the Dayton area as well. Offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Get in touch with Dan today by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN, or go online to quizdan.com. Dan's the president of Matson and Capril, a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach here in the area. Dan, I hope you're doing well. Thanks for being here this week. Doing great. Best time of the year. March Madness upon us here. And um, I believe if you're successful in picking every single game, I think Warren Buffett's going to give you a billion dollars this year. Is he making that uh, offer again this year? Yeah, he's actually got a a hybrid offer too. Like if you're, I think something like if you get the first two rounds completely perfect, he gives you a million dollars. Okay, yeah. Um, I like that. So it's... well, it, it, it's it's it, it's great because what what people I hope are going to understand here is he's not just giving away money because he knows he's not going to give away a dime, and people start to understand um, how odds work, which is a very useful lesson when it comes to investing. So um, you know we'll get more into that as we go. But yeah, I hope everybody's got their brackets out, even if you're not a bas. In fact, if you're not a basketball fan, studies show your chances of winning are greater than those who actually watch games and study that stuff. So it just shows your randomness. It's just like picking stocks. Throw, throw, uh, throw darts at the Wall Street Journal. You'll have a better chance of beating most portfolio experts. Proven fact. Yeah. The uh, Didn't they have monkeys throw darts at a Oh, yeah. At, at Chimps. A, a stock uh, yeah. Chickens. Uh, yeah. I mean, you you name it. Anything random. Uh, and, you know, for lessons we talked about all the time in, on this show is that uh, news happens randomly, markets react to news. So to, to think you're going to outguess the market, is um, it's silly. And if you're successful, it's it's the, the same level of skill you had when you suddenly picked, um, you know, some unknown school or Alcorn State to beat Kentucky or something like that and got it right. Yeah. So, anyway, oh, get all oh. my Kentucky fans out there mad at me, but uh, I was just using the example. Well, it's kind of funny <laughs> because when you're tracking who has the perfect bracket, once you get past day one and nobody anticipated that 15 over two upset, yeah. only the fans of that school picked it. So now you've got a very centralized, like you know, central you know Kansas selection of some small school that you know yeah. now has uh, 15,000 fans that pick that upset, and now there's only 15,000 instead of you know 150 million people. Who have uh, exactly. still the chance which at that is, perfect game? Yeah, yeah, which is what he knows when he throws says he'll give you a billion dollars for getting yeah. your shit yeah. correct. <laughs> it's free advertising for Warren Buffett, and uh, he it he is. leverages Absolutely. that very well. Well, 
Brilliant. We've got lots of fun stuff on the agenda for today's show. Nikki's going to join us in a little while to talk about women and wealth, tales from the tax side on the agenda for today as well, plus the A word. What is that in the financial world? Don't worry. Mm. This is uh, still a G, uh, maybe sometimes PG show. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we won't go too crazy, but the A word, what is that? We'll talk about it coming up on the show today. But first, we always like to turn to your questions. Make sure that they get answered right off the bat. You want to submit a question, go to quizdan.com. And we have a question from Dan this week, in fact, and he's in Centerville. And Dan says, I'll have the option. Dan must be a good looking guy, very smart, you know. Lots of hair. Lots of hair. Exactly. We've been doing the the show too long if we're making the same jokes now. Uh, He says, he's in Centerville, "I'll, I'll have the option of taking a lump sum from my pension fund instead of taking a lifetime pension when I retire in two years. Exactly half of the co-workers I've asked say that I'm better off to take the lump sum, and the other half say I should take the pension. Which is it? Great question, Dan. Uh, one of the most important questions retirees ask. Uh, let me first suggest that you not listen to your co-workers, unless, of course, they are experts in matters of personal finance. Um, but uh, aside from that, I mean, it's good water, um, water cooler conversation, but I'm glad you came here for, for some insight. Like many things, Dan, it depends. It depends on your situation. We have to do the math. I mean, one of the things that we look at very carefully is there's going to be an option here to pay you out an amount of money for the rest of your life. And if you're married, they'll offer to pay you out, you and your spouse, an option of an amount of money for the rest of your combined lives. Now, of course, if, if that's the case, if you're going to ask for the pension to pay over two lives rather than one, well, you're actually going to see a reduction in the amount that you receive. All right, so what we have to do here is we have to look at what is the rate of return that they're offering you? What's the payout rate? Are they looking to maybe on, let's just say hypothetically, the lump sum is $500,000. Are they willing to give you, say, $20,000 a year, which would be a 4% payout rate for the rest of your life? Or is it more like $10,000 a year? Um, Is it $30,000 a year? That is a key calculation because what we want to determine here is whether or not you're going to get a a reasonable rate of return on that before we consider rolling it out. Because if you roll it out to a lump sum, and I'm assuming you would do this, or I shouldn't put it that way, you would want to do this where you transfer the money to an IRA. What you would want to understand is if you did that, you're now assuming the risk. You're now going to have to invest it wisely. Now, that's not to say you couldn't. In fact, if you listen to this show, I'm always saying that you should. But if they're offering you a particularly high return, 7 8%, and I've seen those, then I would be skeptical. I'd say, well, maybe we should go ahead and, and, and you know just take the payment plan. Uh, now, understand this. In most cases, there is no inflationary protection on these. So, so you get that same amount of money each and every year. That's okay. On the other hand, if, if the rate of return that they're willing to offer you is relatively low, well, then we ought to consider rolling it out and investing it. There's a lot of what-ifs here. So it has to be customized to you. And we need to sit down and look at all of the factors surrounding your retirement. This is just one of them. So it's a lot more complicated than I can answer here on the show, other than to let you know that both answers could be right, but both answers aren't going to be right for you, Dan. There is one right answer for you. And the only way you're going to know that is to sit down and and have it studied in a way that will do that. And obviously, that's something that we do for people all the time through our wealth coaching program. We analyze this type of a thing so that you're making a decision with the math on your side. You avoid the speculation. But just be a little careful about well-intended friends 
giving you financial advice. There's so many factors involved, taxes, um, life expectancy, those types of things that well-intended friends don't always know. It's a great question, Dan, and a great answer to you, Dan. Thank you for filling us in on that one. And uh, no more Dans. Send us questions. It gets too confusing. (laughs) Um, No, just kidding. Feel free to write in, no matter what your name is. Actually, we're going to have a, well, I think it's Dana, but we could call it Dana uh, writing in here in a moment. So. I love it. I hope we get a Danielle pretty soon, too. That's yeah, great. we'll keep them rolling in. All right, we get to that question from Dana in Beaver Creek, and I'm going to be mad if it really was Dana, by the way, but uh, we'll, we'll go with Dana. <laughs> we can. Well, I'll call her Dana. That's yeah, there you go. Uh, there are several people still running for president, Dana says, or Dana. Dana says, I don't want to vote for any of them. You're not alone. Uh, in fact, I'm a little bit worried about the effect that certain candidates might have on my ability to retire comfortably. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. And first of all, one of the things I've learned on my 52 years on this planet, excuse me, 53 years on this planet, is the fact that whoever is president, it doesn't really affect us nearly as much as we think it's going to, particularly matters of economics, um, because there are so many forces at play that, that come into it. The important thing, though, is that you have a strategy that is designed to address whatever could be thrown your way. Now, I think the biggest issue, no matter who the president is, is taxes. Um, taxes have always been a problem for people. Uh, we've always had a situation, particularly the way our retirement plans are set up, where we're going to have to pay tax on money that we're accumulating for the long term. So you may have $700,000 sitting in your 401k and feeling pretty good about that until you realize that maybe a third of that doesn't even belong to you, that a third of that goes to the IRS when you start pulling money out. And that is a real problem. And that's not going to matter whether we have President Sanders, President Clinton, President Trump, President Cruz. It isn't going to matter. That is still going to be an issue. I, you know, Every once in a while, there's a bold candidate who wants to you know, redo the whole tax scheme. I, God bless them. It, I'll believe it when I see it. It's so further entrenched. So what we need to do is we need to take the steps now to protect ourselves from later. And I'm a real huge believer that we need to develop strategies to have a tax-free retirement, that there are strategies that you can do today that will position your assets so that when you get to that retirement age, you not only can pull from your savings tax-free, but because of that, you'll be able to get your Social Security benefits tax-free. And you know, to, to help people along that, we've done a number of things on this show. First thing is we've developed what we call the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And I strongly recommend that you order this. The way you order, it's very simple. Just text the word retire to 555-888. Again, that's the word retire to 555-888. Pull over on the side of the road if you're listening. Don't do this while you're driving. And what I'm going to send you is really two things. I'm going to first send you the the toolkit. And the toolkit is loaded with great information. There's a CD in there. There's a couple of books in there. There's a free report in there that explains the the, the strategies that you can do to position your assets to be tax-free during retirement. Now, the second thing, and this is new and this is really powerful, is we're about to announce a series of of workshops where I'm personally going to be giving them and showing our listeners how to pre-position their assets for retirement in a tax-free mode. Um, sometimes we have to pay the tax now, but that might be relatively small to what could await us in the future. And I'm only going to be inviting people who've ordered the toolkit. So this is an opportunity here to get on that list because it is limited. And I'm not charging for this workshop. I usually do charge for workshops. But I feel so passionate about this, and I feel people really need to get this information out. 
So if you want to come to the workshop, if you want to get the tax-free toolkit, what you're going to need to do is text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, that's the word RETIRE, 555-888. You need to have a strategy regardless of who wins the presidency. Also understand this. All laws initiate when it comes to spending in Congress. So as much as we'd like to think that the president is going to have a lot of say, no, when it comes to matters of spending, Congress is going to have an equal, if not even more powerful say. So there's a lot of diversity there in, in government. I get as frustrated with government as the next person, but I know that therefore I need to have strategies that regardless of who wins, I've taken the necessary steps to protect myself, and that's a big part of planning. So take advantage of what we have to offer there. The other thing I would strongly recommend for a lot of people, particularly when you've got some of these issues coming up where you've got time frames like a pension plan where you've got to make a decision on that or which Social Security option should I take, that's a great time to come in now. Let's tell you what the Wealth Coaching Program is all about, how it takes a very comprehensive and holistic approach at your situation, gives you a very clear-cut strategy not designed to sell you a product, but to give you a lot of direction on what you can do based on what's important to you, customized to you. Nothing cookie-cutter about it. So again, if you want to come to the workshops, the tax-free retirement workshops, encourage you to do so. But the way you got to do it is you got to first order the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, that's RETIRE, 555 555- 888. Very easy to do. All you have to do is pick up your phone and text the word retire, as Dan just mentioned, to 555 888. That's the word retire to 555 888. And you'll be able to get that retirement rescue checklist, the retirement rescue toolkit. Uh, Tax free retirement is the report that you'll look at there, the audio CD as well. Lots of great resources. And of course, you'll get the invitation uh, when it'll be announced very, very soon. You'll get the invitation to those upcoming seminars that are specifically meant for you who uh, text in to get this report. So text the word retire to 555 888. That's 555-888. Text the word retire and you'll get a link where you can fill out just some very basic, quick information and get that sent out to you. So text the word retire to 555-888. And stay with us because coming up next, Nikki Early jumps into the studio to talk about women and wealth. This week we'll talk about some of the things that we wish all women knew about money and finances. That's coming up right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. With the constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In the Dayton area, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson & Capril. Call 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. Thanks for being here on Solving the Financial Puzzle this week. Walter Storholt here with you alongside the great team at Matson and Capril. We've already chatted a little bit with Dan Capril, the president of Matson and Capril, and a certified financial planner today. And now it's time to bring in financial advisor and coach Nikki Early with Matson and Capril. Uh, she and Dan serve you here in Cincinnati and the Dayton area as well with offices throughout. The number to call with your questions is 844-QUIZ-DAN or go to quizdan.com. And Nikki, thanks for being here this week. How are you? Great. Thank you, Walter. 
Fantastic. Looking forward to chatting with you about women and wealth, one of the parts of the show each week where we like to delve into the issues particularly facing women. And this doesn't mean that this is necessarily a segment just for women, because a lot of the uh, guys out there want to make sure that their spouses are uh, are taken care of, their significant others, or maybe want to make sure mom is in good shape if she's uh, retiring soon. So this can apply to a lot of folks out there. So we dedicate some time each week here on Solving the Financial Puzzle to matters of money and and finance that uh, address the women's issues. And you know, today, uh, Nikki is going to share with us her wish list, the things that she wishes all women knew about money. So what's top of the list? What's the first thing that should be considered, Nikki? The first thing, Walter, is save. Save anything. Save something. Banks make it so easy for us today. When you know that paycheck's going to hit your checking account, even if it's just $5, $10, set up an automatic transfer and have it sent over to a savings account. Now, I know there are a lot of people out there that are still unfortunately living paycheck to paycheck. But I guarantee if they really analyze their expenses and where they're spending their money, that they could find just a little bit to put in a savings account each month. So don't feel overwhelmed if you can't throw $100 or $400 into a savings account every week or every month. Start small, save something. We'd like to see at least three to six months worth of expenses in a savings account in cash reserves. But if it takes you a little while to get there, then so be it. Just start small and do it every week or every two weeks or every month, whatever it takes. Building good habits, always a great first step, no matter what age you are, save something, and then you'll start find yourself, this is how it happened uh, for me, Nikki, you start saving something and it ends up feeling good. Almost even better than spending and buying something, the ability to save, to, uh, to, to see that money pile up, it'll bring you a good feeling as well as being something that's beneficial to your financial situation, I think. Absolutely. And then another thing that I wish women knew, and a lot of people don't, it's amazing. People do not know how much they spend on a monthly basis. Even planning clients that come into our office when we're talking about retirement planning, we'll ask them, you know, what do you need to live off of? And they really don't know. So it's important to know where your money is going every month, how you're spending it, if there is waste. And sometimes what we do is we'll challenge our clients to write down every single thing that they spend for a month. I mean, I'm talking from the $2 that you give your kid at BW3s to go spend on a video game where they bring home um, you know, a stuffed animal or a bouncy ball to the $4.50 that you spend every day at Starbucks. If you literally start writing all that down, you'll find yourself within two weeks actually cutting your spending because you're essentially telling on yourself. And it also allows you to find where the wasteful spending is and then maybe dedicate that towards the saving goals that you have. We're talking with Nikki early about some of the issues facing women and wealth, the things that she wishes you knew about money and finances. So uh, we wish you knew that you need to save something, anything, because it's helpful. We also wish you knew how much you're actually spending. What else do people need to make sure that they know? Well, once they've got that three to six months worth of cash reserves in the bank, they really need to focus on retirement spending. I don't want them to leave money on the table with their employers. What I'd like for them to do is at the very least contribute to the retirement programs that they offer whatever their match is. So if your employer is willing to give you three to 6% of your salary, if you invest that much or save that much, then certainly do that. We're talking again with Nikki early. So Nikki, don't leave money on the table at work. Another takeaway here is we talk about women and wealth. What else is on your list? 
Well, I guess I would say that once you're doing that and you're, you are saving at work and you're starting to build your career and you actually start making money, don't feel like just because you're making more money, you need to spend more. I think a lot of us fall into that trap. And if you would really just consider savings more as you see your income rising, I know you're going to find yourself in a much better situation when you retire. Nikki, something I am struck by when we're talking about these things that we wish all women knew this, and and this may be broader than just women, because you see the commercials that kind of use this exact verbiage that say, know your credit score. You should really know your credit score. Knowing that is power. Is that on your list anywhere, Having anything having to do with the credit score? Because it seems to be popular in in, uh, the different financial marketing uh, commercials and things like that that you see. Absolutely. And, you know, I used to work in banking for a very long time, and it was very shocking or surprising to me how many people had no clue what their credit score was. I don't know in some situations that they were just afraid to find out. But, you know, if there is a problem, knowing at least allows you to have some sort of a game plan to help improve it. Not knowing and not doing anything about it certainly doesn't help. But even above and beyond knowing your score, monitoring your score. Um, There have been many situations where I've helped people look over reports of their credit and they find old credit cards on there that were still open that they thought they closed years ago. Or maybe they find a loan with a spouse that's on there, an ex-spouse that they didn't realize was still there. So it's not only the monitoring to make sure that nobody's out there opening accounts in your name, but it's also just to make sure that your credit report's clean and that there are things, mistakes out there that um, that shouldn't be there and, and taking care of that. So we're going through all of these different things. We're talking about credit scores. What about credit cards? What do people need to know about those? Well, they're great. I mean, take advantage of all the free things these companies are willing to give you, whether it's cash back or airline miles, but certainly pay them off every month. A lot of people out there have really good intentions of paying off their credit cards diligently every month, but maybe because they don't know how much they're spending and they're using that card you know, over and over on a monthly basis, you know, when it comes time to pay the bill, there's just not enough cash there to do it. So they might find themselves getting tons of credit card debt that they didn't anticipate and maybe paying up to 18% for groceries that they bought two months ago. Mm. And that's no fun when you start to view it in that perspective. And I I can speak from experience on that. Using a credit card, I paid it off every month for years. And then finally, one month, you let it slide. And it's very difficult to not let it slide the next month and the next month. So do be very, very careful about how you use credit cards and don't fall into those kinds of traps. Uh, We are going down this list of, uh, really a good list here, of the things that we wish women knew about money and finances. Nikki Early, financial advisor and coach at Matson and Capril here in the Cincinnati and Dayton area, taking us through this list. I know you've got uh, two points left, Nikki, so run us through what these two points are and, uh, and, and why they're important for people to know these things about their own finances. Well, one point I'd like to make is that negotiating is okay. Uh, sometimes I think as women, we tend to not want to be confrontational. So now I'm not saying that when you go out to eat at Outback that you should try to get $2 off your steak. (laughs) (laughs) What I am saying is that for larger ticket items, it's okay to try to negotiate. What's the worst they can say? No. And then along in the workplace, I just recently, um, I read a study online that said that If you don't negotiate your salary early on in your career and you continue not to, you can literally leave 
million, over a million dollars on the table in lost wages. So another study, then again, that goes back to the whole idea of men versus women, is that out of 2,000 people that were polled, 46% of men said they always negotiated their salary when given the opportunity. And only 30% of women said that they did. Again, I think it goes back to not wanting to be too confrontational. Um, But what was interesting about the study is that of the women and men who both attempted to negotiate the salary, they had the same success rate. So it wasn't biased. It's just a matter of asking for it. Wow. Ask and you shall receive. I think there's a saying that goes something like that. So negotiating is okay. I like the idea, though, of going to Outback and being like, "Eh, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure this isn't the 16-ounce steak I was promised. This looks more like 15 and a half ounces. I think you should knock off, you know. Pull your scale out, right? Five bucks here. Yeah, let's let's, let's really get down to brass tacks here. And, uh, you know, I want $5 off this meal. I'm going to try that next time I go to Outback. Uh, Last thing that people should uh, be aware of, or at least the last thing that we have time for. That having money spread out all over the place isn't necessarily a good thing. I think sometimes, you know, people will have old 401ks that are still with an employer or an IRA they rolled over with one investment company and maybe they have some other investments with another investment company. And because they feel like those investments are with different companies or administrators, if you will, they feel like they're diversified. But a lot of times when we're working with planning clients, we actually take a look at what they're invested in all over the place. And we see that a lot of the funds, the mutual funds are invested in um, are actually all buying the same companies. So just because you have money spread out over different entities doesn't mean that you're actually diversified. A lot of times we'll find that maybe four funds are buying P&G. You don't need four different funds to buy P&G for you. So in that case, you almost are being redundant more than you are being diversified. So all of these things that are considered here, Nikki, as we look at the, the different points that we wish people knew, that they should save something, anything, how much they spend, what their budget looks like, don't leave money on the table at work, know your credit score, don't abuse credit cards, negotiate if you need to, and don't spread everything out. Uh, it's not necessarily a good thing. Taking all these things into account, how do you then put that into a plan for somebody who says, hey, I'm doing a lot of these things, I wish I wasn't, Or on the positive side, I wish I was doing some of these more positive things and I'm not. Help me put a plan together. Where do you step in? How do you help make that happen? Well, everybody's different. Their situations are different. So certainly what we like to have them do is have them come in, sit down, and just go through topics like these and many other ones and really talk about what's important to them, where they see themselves in retirement. Um, Do they have debt they need to pay down? So again, Everybody's situation is different. What we really just want to do is get them in front of us and sit down and talk and understand how we can help, what's important to them, and how to get them to where they want to be. Give us a call. Set up a time to come in. We'd love to help. And here's the number that you can call to reach Nikki Early and the team at Matson and Capril here in Cincinnati and in Dayton as well. Your number to call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. That'll put you in touch with Nikki, Dan, and the team at Matson and Capril, your local wealth coaches here in the area. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. That's 844-784-9326. Nikki, thanks for the time this week, focusing on some of the issues uh, in wealth that face women and their finances each and every day. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. 
All right. Thank you, Walter. Again, that's Nikki Early joining us. Dan will jump back into the studio when we come back. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Stay tuned. Moving along on Solving the Financial Puzzle, Walter Storholt here with you alongside Dan Capril here in Cincinnati in the Dayton area. Dan is your local wealth coach, a certified financial planner, and the president of Matson and Capril. Dan, there's a lot of confusion out there about the A-word in the financial mm. world. Annuities uh, is the mm. A-word. You thought it was going to be something else, didn't you? Uh, no, no, no. I got the notes ahead of time. <laughs> Probably because there are different types of annuities that do different things leads to a lot of that confusion. So what I'm going right. to do is give you each of these types of annuities, and you explain how they work and how they might be used in somebody's financial plan. So Fair the, enough. the first A word is uh, immediate mm. annuity. So immediate annuity. How does that work, and when might somebody use that? All right. So let's explain what's at play here. When you buy an immediate annuity, you are, in essence, giving your money to an insurance company. And in return for that, you're asking them to give you an income stream for a predetermined number of years or the rest of your life. Choice is yours. So you could say to them, I want you to pay me out an income stream for the next five years, in which case they're obviously going to pay you back what you gave them plus interest. Or you could say, no, just pay it for as long as I live. Now, if we're going to go with the short-term period, five, ten years, understand interest rates are incredibly low. You'll get more back than what you gave them, but it's not going to be dramatically higher because what they're going to do is they're going to take your money, invest it. They're going to keep part of the rate of return for themselves, and then they're going to pay you out the rest. Where immediate annuities tend to be a little bit more popular is when someone is giving the money to the insurance company, is asking them for an income stream for the rest of their life. Now, what they're betting on here or hoping for is that they will live long enough so that they will get back all the money that they gave the insurance company and more. So, for example, if someone gives the insurance company $100,000, the insurance company says, well, we're going to give you $10,000 a year because we, our actuarial charts, we have a pretty good idea how long you're going to live. Your hope, of course, is that you're going to live more than, say, 10 years in this example so that you get back more. But if you only live seven or eight, guess what? Insurance company keeps the balance. Um, but you know, if you live 20, 30 years, you're going to, you're going to make out ahead. Now let's also remind ourselves about what insurance companies do. They study actuarial data. So they have a pretty good idea how long you're likely to live anyway, at least certainly on average, but that's what an immediate annuity does. You give them money and in return, they're going to give you a guaranteed income stream for the rest of your life. Just understand what guaranteed usually translates to lower rate of return. And when you die, the money stops. So you could be, you will be shortening the size of your estate. So that's the immediate annuity. Again, there are many different annuities. So let's talk about another type, a fixed annuity. What is that? How does that differ from an immediate annuity? Okay, so a fixed annuity is um, a little more, more clearer because with fixed annuity, the, the idea here is you give them money, but you don't ask for any income stream right away. You let the money grow tax deferred. They credit interest to it. Now, some will guarantee you a certain interest rate. Actually, they all will guarantee you a certain interest rate at a minimum. But some will say to you, look, if you give us this money for the next five years, we guarantee you we're going to credit you hypothetically three, three and a half percent. It's almost like a CD, if you will. Uh, the advantage, though, is that you're not going to get taxed on that money as it accumulates. You're only going to get taxed on that money if you pull it out. Whereas with a CD, if I give the bank a five-year CD, um, I get taxed on that interest even though they haven't paid it out to me. Now, understand CD is, is going to be protected by FDIC. So in essence, one way or another, the government bails them out. Um, the insurance company is only guaranteed to the extent that the insurance company can pay you, although most states do have guaranteed uh, pools where other insurance companies will bail them out. So pick an insurance company that, that has high financials, 
But the point here is that you're given the money. You're not asking for any income yet. Later in life, you'll either ask for all your money back or you might ask for the income stream or you just might take a little bit of money as you, as you get it. But the interest rate is pretty much clear as to what you're going to get. There's no mystery as to how much you're going to earn over time. We're talking to Dan Capril here on Solving the Financial Puzzle about the A-words, different types of annuities. Immediate annuity, fixed annuity, and I guess logically I can take it to the next one, Dan, being a variable annuity. Okay, so variable annuity is just what it would imply. The return you get it varies. So the main advantage to an annuity is the fact that the return you get, you don't have to pay tax on it until you pull the money out. So it, uh, any realized capital gains, interest, dividends... If it's in a shell of an annuity, there's no tax until you pull the money out. So since nobody was all that excited about maybe getting 2-3% on their money, the insurance industry came up with variable annuities. And what they allow you to do is to invest your money in essentially mutual funds. And, you know, you name a mutual fund, chances are there's a variable annuity that has it. And so you put your money into that, and then whatever growth the mutual fund gets, you'll get that growth, but you won't have to pay any tax on the growth until you actually pull the money out. So it sounds really attractive, but just understand this. There are internal fees. Every investment product has internal fees. So very often we see with variable annuities, the fee that you get, that you have with them, is often greater than what the tax implications might have been. So just be a little bit careful. In theory, they work great. And in fact, there are some very good no-load variable annuities out there that have very low expense ratios. But since a lot of variable annuities are sold with commissions, and they're usually high commissions, there's some internal expenses that actually would have, you'd been better off just buying the fund outside the annuity and paying the tax as you go. Now, there's a few other bells and whistles, and it varies from product to product. But just conceptually, if you said to me, I want to invest in XYZ mutual fund, and I don't want to have to pay any tax on it until I'm actually ready to spend the money, can I do that? Well, the answer is yes, you could do that through the concept of a variable annuity. But just understand, too, returns are not going to be guaranteed. So if the, if the fund loses 50% of its value, chances are you're going to lose 50% of your value as well. We're talking again with Dan Capril about annuities, just trying to give you the ins and outs of some of these different ones. And uh, Dan, I think we're starting to kind of grasp how these have their different intricacies, their different differences about... And, the, and they're complicated as a result yeah, of that, they too. start to get... Incredibly a, complicated. A little bit that yeah. way. That's why it's nice to have yeah. help on these kinds of things. Uh, sure, it's going to sure. get even more complicated, possibly, here. Yeah. We're just <laughs> adding more words to the A word. We had immediate yes. annuity, fixed annuity, variable annuity. Now let's have uh, a three-word annuity, the fixed indexed annuity. That just sounds complicated, but is it? It is. Um, anyone who tells you it's not is lying to you. It is complicated <laughs> because there's a lot of moving parts. First of all, one of the things that I get a little, I get a little fired up when people bring up the concept of fixed index annuities is I've seen these products incredibly oversold. And what I mean by that is they are almost um, sold by a lot of um, so-called financial advisors as being the, uh, the answer to everyone's problems. They just have to figure out what the question is. Here's the way the concept works. You put your money into the annuity. So again, you're giving your money to the insurance company. Now, there's a couple of different ways that you can make money with it. Uh, the main way that they talk about the most is the fact that you, the interest that you get will never be a negative. I mean, you always get, a worst case scenario, you'll get zero. But if a certain index, large U.S. stock market index, um, there could be a balanced index out there that's diversified. If a certain index does X percent, let's just say hypothetically 8%, depending on the product, you're going to get a percentage of that. So if, if that index is up 8, you might get 6 if that index loses money that year, goes down to minus six, you just get zero. 
So what they're doing is they're giving you a floor. They're saying you're never going to have a negative year. But they're also taking a good chunk away of your growth. Now, long term, these types of products may have a place. In fact, they do have a place. But not as a replacement for stocks, in my opinion. Because they cap your growth. They say to you, well, you know, if you're, you may only, you know, the stock market could do 50%, you may only get eight. But they'll be quick to tell you, well, the stock market could lose 50%. And, you know, the worst thing is you'll just get zero for that year. To me, if there's a place for them, it's not as a replacement for stocks in your portfolio. It might be a substitute for bonds. Because what you have here is the opportunity to get a higher rate of return than what most bonds are paying and actually what most fixed annuities are paying without the downside of having a negative year. Um, but too often I see them way oversold. There's a lot of bells and whistles with these things. They have a lot of internal expenses as well. You have to be careful about that. To make it even more complicated is most of these products have something called an income rider, which is basically a way to guarantee you an income stream in the future. But just understand that income stream will come at the expense of, in many cases, an inflationary increase, um, but it probably will come at the expense of your estate. In other words, once you start activating that, there's a high likelihood that if you die, um, there won't be anything left over for your estate. A lot of complexities. They're not inherently bad. No product is bad. Products are amoral. It's how these products are applied that's often bad. We've seen examples where they're appropriately used, but I see time and time again where people will go to these dinner seminars and they're, they're sold all this doom and gloom about the future. And they're told, well, this is the solution to all of your problems. Be careful about that. I mean, imagine going to a, a workshop that was conducted by a physician and he was pushing a certain drug. And he never told you that that drug, every time he sells it, pays him a commission. That's what's at play here. So I'm not saying that annuities are bad per se. No, they're, they're, they're amoral. They, they don't really have a – it's how they're applied that makes, them, that makes them good or bad. But the fixed index annuity, um, that tends to get a lot of the hype today. You'll see it on, on TV ads. They won't tell you it is. You know, but guy will go on there. You know, when the market's up, our clients get a reasonable return. And when the market's down, they lose nothing. Well, yeah, but there is, there is a little bit of a downside to it. Every product is different. We need to understand it. Conceptually, though, annuities are great. But it's like an automobile. Conceptually, the automobile is a great thing, but every car has its pluses and minuses, and so you need to weigh that out. So, Dan, are you using annuities in any of your planning? On occasion, we do. We find situations where they might be appropriate for the client, just like a doctor might find a situation where he feels penicillin is the right medicine for a patient. It just depends. I'll tell you what we don't do, though, is we don't lead with any particular product. You know, I don't try to say, well, here's an annuity. Let's see how we can make this work for you. No. People who do that tend to be commission-based in what they do. They know they're going to get 7% of whatever it is that they push on the client. So they're trying to convince the client to go that route. Be careful about that. You know, always ask, what are you going to get paid? And understand. Now, I'm not saying that just because the advisor is going to get paid, he doesn't have your best interest at stake. I hope he does. But just you need to understand that part as well. So, yes, they do come into play. But when I get together with a group of other advisors and we start talking about hypothetical case studies, it's amazing to me how often uh, they lead with that rather than looking at the, the, the bigger picture. So good planning is holistic. Good planning is not based on the sale of a product. You need to have a strategy that's independent of that. And that's where you begin. If ultimately you want our assistance in implementing, that's fine. 
but uh, we need to be very careful about um, the products and making sure they're appropriate for you. So, you know, as you're being approached for these things, I mean, if you go to these dinner seminars, which I've cautioned you against going to them because ultimately one person pays the, the, the dinner tab for everybody. But if you go to them and you're thinking about using annuities, my, my strong advice to you is you get an analysis not done by the annuity salesperson. You get an analysis that's done by somebody independently who can tell you whether or not they think it's a good idea or not. Uh, it may be. And if it is, we'll be the first ones to tell you. But if not, you know, you need you need to hear that. This is one area where a second opinion really is warranted. So to take advantage of the fact that with our wealth coaching program, the first thing that we do is Nikki and I sit down with you. There's no cost for the initial consultation. We'll get an understanding about what would make it a good meeting for you. And then we'll kind of go from there. And if you've been proposed a number of strategies and you're not sure which one to go with, we'll discuss that with you at length. And if it makes sense for us to do some planning work for you, put you in the program itself, we'll go into that. We'll tell you exactly what it entails. We'll, we'll tell you what the fees are, et cetera. Fees vary by person, so I'm not trying to, to be elusive here. It just depends on the work that's involved. But that'll give you a level of objectivity. So just remember, you know, before you go into the drugstore to buy medication, you need to first go to the doctor to see if you need it. And that's the same thing when it comes to these annuity products. You know, before you pick up the phone from that person who's selling it on late night TV or the person who wants you to go to a free dinner at Ruth Chris, um, make sure you go to the doctor first and say, okay, do I need it? And that's the role we want to play for you. We want to be, we want to be the physician as it relates to your financial matters. So take us up on that. Give our office a call. You can go to quizdan.com. You can request an appointment. Um, we'll start you in the right direction. Again, what you need to do is call 844-QUIZ-DAN for that complimentary initial review. That's 844-784-9326 to set up a time to meet, 844-QUIZ-DAN, or go to quizdan.com. And if I'm not mistaken, Dan, you can even uh, online choose what time you want to meet and use your online scheduler. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's up there. It'll tell you when I'm, um, when I'm available, and we'll confirm back to you, too. So don't worry. As soon as you click a, a particular time that you want to meet with, we'll We'll go ahead and we'll confirm back to you that that'll work for you. It's not like you disappear into the background until we no, 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 <laughs> no, no. It's kind of like being put on hold without hearing the music. You're not sure. Am I still there? <laughs> exactly. No, you'll, you'll know where you stand. Uh, so do that. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN for an initial review. That's 844-784-9326. Or set up your one-on-one meeting online if that's more convenient for you by going to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. And select the time on the online scheduler that's convenient for you. When we come back, we're going to talk about the favorite part of our show, Tales from the Tax Side. Dan will have another good story for us this week. Uh, That's coming up right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Stay tuned. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. That's 844-784-9326. <laughs> Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Capril. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril, your local wealth coach here in the area. And you know what time it is. It's time for Tales 
from the tax side, where we get a great story from Dan about something happening in the tax world and how it might apply or relate possibly back to you. Uh, But this week, I didn't get a headline from Dan, so I'm wondering where we're going this week, Dan. What I wanted to do is give our listeners a case study, because I talk a lot about the need for proper tax planning, and I want to give you an example of, of, of a real-life example, if you will. We'll, we'll change the names to protect the innocent, of course, but of someone who did it right. So we're going to call the, this couple the Joneses. And the Joneses, I first met them, they were in their early 50s. Now, they had money from a prior employer plan, a, a, a 401k rollover, They had money sitting in their current 401ks with their current employer. And what I noticed when I sat down with them was that all of their assets, for the most part, other than maybe a small savings account, was pretty much tax deferred. It was money that they had been putting in there diligently. They did a great job of saving. But the ticking tax time bomb was about to take effect for them in about 10 years. Because when they get ready to retire, they needed to be reminded that not only was that money going to get taxed, but we don't really have any idea what rate it's going to get taxed at, tax rates change. And I had to point out to them that the income that they take from those accounts can affect whether or not they get their Social Security benefits for free. So the good news was with the Joneses is we met early enough, still had 10 years to go until retirement. And so what we did is we developed a strategy. And the first thing I said to them, which I know disturbed the heck out of them, once I showed them that you, you're, you're on track, you're, you're going to have a comfortable retirement. It's very likely you've, you've got a good-sized nest egg, et cetera. But the first thing I said to them is, I want you to stop putting money into your 401k plan. Now, they looked at me like I was nuts. And they said, well, okay, not quite, I said. I said, your employer matches the first 3% that you put in? I said, yeah. Okay, I only want you to put in that amount. And they're like, cool, you don't want us to save? You don't want us to get a tax deduction? I do. I really do. But my concern is that with all of your money sitting in these accounts, you're going to pay tax later in retirement. And what if rates go up? And the amount of money that you're looking to pull out of these things is going to automatically trigger tax on almost your entire Social Security check. So here's what I want you to do, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. I only want you to put the amount equal to whatever employer will match into your 401k from this point forward. Now, That other 401k plan you had with your former employer, I want you to roll it to an IRA. And then when you do that, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the extra money now that you're not putting into your 401k, the extra money that's coming back. Now, you have to pay tax on that, but there's still going to be a decent amount of money left over. And what we did for them is we developed a strategy. Over the next 10 years, they used some of that extra money to start buying back some of that old 401k plan from Uncle Sam. Now, some of you are like, what do you mean buy it back from Uncle Sam? Well, again, understand that that money has not yet been taxed. It's going to get taxed later in retirement. What we can do is we can start converting part of that money to a Roth IRA. And when we do that, we we pay the tax on whatever amount we convert. But whatever goes into the Roth and whatever it grows to in the future doesn't get taxed. So by developing this strategy with them, where they just limited the future 401k contributions, I didn't want that 401k to get any bigger. No, I wanted the market to grow. So if the market grew, fine. But I did not want them to keep putting money in it because they needed to start having some tax-free accounts, and they didn't have any. Ten years later, man, they are sitting in such a great situation right now because... They've got half of their money in a tax-free account. 
and they got half their money in the company 401k. So now, for the, when they want retirement money, what they do is whatever they take from the Roth IRA accounts, they don't pay tax on. I still have them pull money out of the traditional 401k, but I only have them take an amount equal to their deductions and their exemptions from taxes. That way, they pay no tax. I mean, in their case, they're, they're able to take out a roughly you know, just a little over $20,000 a year because their deductions and their exemptions equal that. So the first $20,000 of earned income they have on a given year, they're retired now, but there's no tax. And because of that, they don't pay any taxes on your Social Security benefits. So the, this couple, the Joneses, are actually living the tax-free retirement dream. Now, this never would have happened if they hadn't taken the steps 10 years prior. And this is why I feel so passionate about this. And this is why I, I developed the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. When I say Retirement Rescue, I'm trying to rescue it not from the markets. Markets have always moved in a volatile manner. If you know what you're doing, your chances for success are better. I'm trying to rescue your retirement from the IRS, from Congress, from Uncle Sam. And in, in the case of the Joneses, by doing the conversions over a number of years, they did pay tax. They paid it now. They don't pay it later. And that meant the Social Security check started arriving tax-free. Now, if you're not doing this kind of planning, you need to do this kind of planning. Get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. I'm not going to be offering it forever. I've got news for you right now. A lot of materials in that, a lot of cost in that. We give it away for free. We give it away for free because we know there's a percentage of people who, when they get it are going to want to act on it. And obviously, we want to be here to help you act on it. The other thing, too, is we are about to announce a series of workshops on retirement rescue. If you don't get the kit, you're not going to get an invitation to the workshop. So take me up on this incredible offer. I say that. It is incredible because it's free. Text the word retire to 555-888. That's retire, 555-888. Learn how to develop a strategy like we did for the Joneses. And 10 years afterwards, you're going to look back and you're going to say, wow, Congress just raised income tax rates 20%. So what? It's not going to affect you. You've got a, a significant amount of money sitting in a tax-free account. You're only going to pull out that much from your IRA account equal to, the, to what the tax limits are. This reality is available to you, but you've got to take the right steps to do it. Wishing for it isn't going to make it happen. Action. We need action to make it work. So take us up on that again. Text word retire to 555-888. We're going to get the Time at Rescue Toolkit out to you. It's got a CD in it. It's got a book in it. It's got some free reports. It'll start you on the process towards liberating yourself from the IRS lien that's sitting on your retirement accounts. Again, text the word retire to 555-888. That's texting the word retire to 555-888. You'll get that link quick fill out of the information and boom, you will get that uh, retirement rescue toolkit and also get invited here very, very soon to the upcoming seminar that's going to be meant for people who have texted in their interest to getting that report and to learning more about how you can live a tax-free retirement. Again, text the word retire to 555-888. That's texting the word retire to 555-888 and those materials will be out to you uh, before you even know it. Text the word retire to 555 888. Now, Dan, I mentioned earlier on in the show that we like to give away a book each week to mm -hmm. the best question that comes into us on quizdan.com. So what book are we giving away this time around? 
We're giving away a book that, you know, other than the Bible, has changed my life more than any other book. It was a book that was given to me when I was 12 years old. I gave it to my own son when he was 12 years old. I don't know if he read it when he was 12, but I know he's read it now. It's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, Napoleon Hill was an amazing man. He was commissioned by Andrew Carnegie to go and meet with all of the successful people of that period. He gave him letters of introduction. And what Hill discovered was there were a lot of common traits that these successful people had. And the other amazing thing was they were all self-made. None of these people had, had money given to them. In fact, most of them started in destitute poverty, awful childhoods, but they made it. And they had certain characteristics about them, certain actions that they took. This is a very powerful book. It changed my life because it made me understand that my future was in my hands, that anything that I wanted to do in my life, I could do it. But I had to visualize it first. And I had to follow the strategy. Very powerful book. Not only is it good for our listeners, it's more important for our listeners' children. If you've got a kid who's turned age 12, get them a copy of that book. Assure them it will change their life. It's a book that I read every single year, like clockwork. And I almost can't wait to reread it. Every time I reread it, I find something new, and I find a change that I need to make in my life to be more successful, to have a greater peace of mind. So Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Go to quizdan.com, ask a question. I'll get you a copy of this wonderful, wonderful book. Again, go to quizdan.com, ask a question, you'll get the book. Think and Grow Rich for the best question of the week. Go to quizdan.com. Again, the other ways you can get in touch to set up a one-on-one review, go to 844-QUIZDAN, call 844-QUIZDAN. That's 844-784-9326. Set up a one-on-one time to meet as well on the online calendar at quizdan.com or ask your question there. Or to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's RETIRE. Text that word to 555-888. You'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, and you'll get the invitation very soon to attend that upcoming seminar. Dan, that's all the time that we have for this week. Thanks so much for joining us, as always, on the show, and uh, we'll look forward to next week. My pleasure, and if you need help on filling out your brackets, we can also do that on (laughs) quizdan.com. There you go. You know, we should have thought next year we're going to have to do a uh, Quiz Dan bracket challenge. We'll have to. uh, Yeah, I think that's a good idea. If the timing works out, we'll do that. Yeah, listeners can go to the website and fill out their uh, fill out their brackets and the winner gets uh, something cool i don't know yeah that'd we'll f- be great idea. we'll figure it out for next year uh, again go to 844-QUIZ-DAN uh, call that number for help 844-784-9326 or text the word retire to 555-888 for the retirement rescue toolkit thanks so much for joining us on this week's show we will talk to you on the next solving the financial puzzle Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.